0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are
1: hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Okay. Okay. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Sunday morning. Now, let me explain what's happening here, okay, guys? We have guests. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're longtime listeners of the show, uh, we've met them a few times in in real life. Mm-hmm. We've gone to their concerts yes. a couple times, uh, and I think what's happening is we are all like old and black. So the technology <laughs> is we got a delay from Vernon. <laughs> Vernon is like about like ten seconds behind us. We can work around that. And then I think Corey's on time, but Corey had to get his mic right. Ah, you think? Yeah. See, he just said something, and that was ten <laughs> seconds ago. So I think we worked but we going we we've done this before. We are going to make this happen.
2: Um this shit never works the way it's supposed to ever. <laughs> it never did. Ever. I just had my son who set this all up, who's the computer genius, and it's still looking like shit. I don't understand why.
3: <laughs> we see you fine and we hear you perfectly. Yeah, we, you you look great. Yes. on you our know, it's like a, it's
0: like, it's like a black Japanese animation thing from back in the 60s. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, it's, it's Corey...
2: Uh, Astro Black.
1: It's Corey Glover and <laughs> Vernon Reed Black. from Living Color. This is the chaos we're used to when we do these shows. And uh, people love them. And we they love, love having y'all on there. We love having y'all on here. We do. Um, first of all, how have y'all been? It's been a while since y'all mm-hmm. been on the show. But I've been seeing y'all out like touring, in performing, out in the streets again.
2: Yeah. We've been out here for about... We just got back like a week ago from Australia. We were there for two weeks. And then before that, we were in North America for about two months uh, playing with uh, Extreme well, and a, doing a few months, shows of Iron.
0: It was, it's, I think all told, it was like six, seven or eight weeks mm. all together.
1: Yeah. Y'all been to Australia before?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 A few, few times. How y'all like it? It's beautiful. It's great. it's great. it's different.
2: It's very very different. It's be- it's, it's a
0: beautiful a beautiful country. It's a, it's you know, they got other, you know, they got other minorities that they oppress, you know.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> As a Black American, that is how I feel like like whenever somebody's like, "Man, you got to go to blank." I'll be like, "So they just they fucking with somebody else." Okay. Right. Cool.
2: They ain't fucking with you. They ain't fucking with you at all. <laughs> And they, once they hear your accent, it's like, oh, because every now and then they would say, "Yeah, the black fella." I was like, "The black fella? Who are we talking <laughs> to?" <laughs> and it's not me. <laughs>
1: it's not me. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, it's, think, it's, I
1: think. I think uh, Australia also it's, has it's terrible like, PR because every time it's like going, going s- to a place. No, you go, Vernon. You go, Vernon. I wait.
2: Doctor Delay, go on. <laughs>
0: well, no, it's like going to a place that's very similar to, to everything you know, but it's totally different. Mm.
2: It's like Britain's Canada. You
0: know what I mean? You see mm. modern stuff, you see the brands that we, you see Starbucks, you see all these things, you see these old grand buildings, but you look at those old grand bu- and they have a completely different history to them. They have a completely different history than even, like if you've ever been to London, It's to- Australia is totally different. It's a mm. totally different scenario.
1: It's interesting, because it's the same scenario. They got the worst PR of of a lot of like of any of the major countries. Because every time I think of of them, I just think of killer animals, like yes,
2: kangaroos, spiders, (laughs) snakes. Yeah, Mary just said something about the spiders. We didn't see no spiders. We the only kangaroo was I saw was kangaroo meat. There were people selling kangaroo meat to eat. Now, the thing about kangaroo meat is that it has no fat. The kangaroos themselves are, are are all nothing but muscle. That's oh. why they're killing machines. Mm. But, and they uh, went to a butcher, there was a butcher who was selling kangaroo meat. And it was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> you know,
0: the only thing that people, the only thing that people in the West know about kangaroos is that they got a pouch mm-hmm. and they carry their young in a pouch and also the kangaroos box. Yep. yep and you know, it. The whole concept of kangaroo boxing to so bananas. Like, imagine if you gave a, a, a giant rat bat boxing gloves <laughs> and that was a thing. Right. Yeah. I remember seeing a How video. How do you come up with that? I saw a video. What kind of, of... What kind of, what kind of psychology
2: will come up? With, with... Well, they say that, that they are they are the most dangerous animal in the world. I believe that. Because they, they, they have no fear of anyone or anything. Damn. And they get up on their hind legs. They can be seven to eight feet tall. So Ooh, run, run, shit. just run.
3: And they got the tail too, which is like a, they stand on that. Yeah, and they can, stand with on their the tail. they can stand on the tail and hit
2: you with their yeah, feet. They have, you know. they have a claw. That's like three feet long. That could tear you. That, that could open you up, but you don't see them because they're like deer. Right. You know, they're, they they roam around yeah, and they go, but you know, Oh, but you know I'm not you going over dead. there. There's a <laughs> people over there. <laughs>
0: But human beings are like this, though. Human beings are like this. Oh, that's very scary. Oh my God, that's terrifying. I wonder what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, human beings. Human beings. Human beings are like this scared me to death. This scared me to death. Oh my God, this would be a delightful rub.
1: It depends on who cook it, cause yeah. like I'm not saying I'm above <laughs> eating kangaroo. I, I know I'm not above, but it. it's, I'm definitely not eating kangaroo burgers if it's just like salt and pepper. You can curious. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I just, like, if it was like, like, if my grandma had a kangaroo recipe, I feel like that shit would be hitting, but just in Australia, I don't think Mm -hmm. I'm going to try it, you know?
2: No. Nah.
1: (laughs) You know what, though?
0: You you might want to keep kangaroo from a negro's lips, though, because, you Mm -hmm. know, if if it get good... If it got good to a Negro, you the know, kangaroos would be in trouble. Listen. Child,
3: saw- kangaroos would be in trouble, child. Y'all, they'd be like, child, I put I put kangaroo in
1: my greens, child. It was flames. You ain't know. You, you know, we inventing new shit. You try them new
3: kangaroo wings. You be like, kangaroo wild. why saw what how happen- did
1: this happen? You saw what happened to Oxtail. Like, I don't know if y'all been following the Oxtail trend, but, like, it's in everything now. Everything.
3: And causing the cost of the brick to go up. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Oxtail pizza oxtail cheese date cheese.
0: like it's out of control so, you know, that that means that means that some jamaican some jamaican decided to
2: capitalize
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: what happened well
1: imagine they had kangaroo tail
2: or something We've kangaroo been... and, and how big and and, and non-fat that is it's, you know mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a whole dietary thing
1: <laughs> They'll be like, this the healthy oxtail right here. Yes, Ain't no fat I'm on here. this kangaroo tail. <laughs> yes.
3: Niggas going to be eating that child. make my diabetes no. go down. You better get on this kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> my sugar don't be as high. <laughs> <laughs> what you cooking for Thanksgiving, kangaroo? The can- <laughs> that root that- that-
0: that- <laughs> brought down my sugar.
3: Yes. <laughs> 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 Yes, that that roof, was... and, and you know we gonna rename this. It, it is. It's gonna be that roof. All right, now that
2: roof saved my
0: foot.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: hey,
1: <you> know, <laughs> I just got God, that
0: root coats and everything. People would be sporting root coats. Yes,
1: <laughs> they would be.
0: Oh man, all types Rue, of pop-up would become would become the new rabbit coat. You understand? <laughs>
3: Y'all y'all be talking about fish fries? It be root fries out there at the uh, HBCU.
1: What is this? This is this is that root dog. They already got purses. I mean, their pouches is right on them. I mean come on. They lucky we not down there, dog. Mm-hmm. We changed we yeah. changed the game. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they be like, they is actually sporting a kangaroo. You I know. don't understand. Somebody Tell said what?
1: Rootel soup. Rootel stoop. suit. That sounds uh. good. <laughs> Oh man, um. So also- that's a big ass pot, though. That's a big
2: yeah. pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: so- you gonna be cooking all day? Some somebody will find a pot.
3: Y'all, y'all, y'all know back in the day they used to have them big ass pots that they would put a all whole day. whole yeah.
1: ham in. Um. So, like, uh, y'all were in Australia, man. Like, where where did oh, y'all no, perform? Oh no, man. Yo,
0: listen. Keep talking, Brandon. We were in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Sydney, Brisbane, mm. uh, Adelaide. Sure. Adelaide is my Adelaide is my favorite town in Australia because um, Adelaide. There's a big market in Adelaide and it's fantastic. It's a food that's market. Why, that's why. That's why. So the saw the okay. that's saw the meat <laughs> and also it's a it's a it's the town that has the most black folks in it. Like it's the most Africans oh. live in in Adelaide. And it's a real cool, you know. It's a real cool. The restaurants and whatnot, the vibe, the hang is really cool. Natalie, that that's dope.
1: Um, and uh, who y'all like perform with, or is yeah. it just only y'all? Like, do y'all have local people that open? Like, how does that work? So we
0: were touring with, so we were touring with the band Extreme. Okay. Right. Yeah, because they got a new record up that's blowing that's blowing up. So we were touring. We we're touring around with with them.
1: Okay, that's dope, man. Yeah, we drove by um, the place that y'all performed when y'all were here the -hmm. other day. There's a line outside. Karen's like, "Where they going?" I was like, "Probably a concert." You know, it's remember when we was in that line? You don't remember? It wasn't that long ago. (laughs) I'm old, so I was like, "What is happening over there?" And then did y'all did y'all also tour with them in North America too? Or
0: okay, cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: We were we did shows with them.
2: Yeah, we we went from where we start. We started in like uh, New England, in like New Hampshire, and went literally across the country. Oh my god!
1: Them. And how does it and, feel, man? Like, cause yeah, can y'all feel that energy coming back? Because I feel like you know, pandemic. Obviously, you know, you had people trying to be safe and everything. Mm-hmm. But we went mm-hmm. to like Beyonce concert, and when they say we outside, it's like everybody yeah. really is back. Outside, Outside. I, if, yeah. to some extent, it was almost like people was too hyped. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> they was getting like three years worth of, of pent
0: up energy yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I'm. Sh- it seems like there's, there's. Yeah, people are, people are hyper excited, mm-hmm. and there's a, a, there's a bunch of folks that are out on the road. Obviously, Beyonce's on the road, and Taylor Swift, and all these other folks are on the road, and all these bands are on the road because there have been. It's been such a dearth of no music they have had no place to go release or whatever so they're they're like we would see other other bands and other buses just running up and down the roads like yeah everybody this summer was just like filled with music Mm -hmm. which was cool and um you know we're gonna do it again in february with them and then hopefully we'll you know make a record
1: Go ahead, Vernon, You got we it. Have a,
0: we have our own solo shows coming up. We're going to be going um, to, to all over the Netherlands. You know, we're going to be going to France, and and we're gonna, you know, so we so we have shows on our own. We actually the last show of this tour was a show that we did on our own in uh, at Asbury down in Asbury Park. Mm, the right. See Here Festival, and it was great. You know what I mean? Because we were on, so we had our stage, and then they had like a, a bunch of stages. And Cheryl Crow was playing on a, the stage opposite us before we went on. You know, on our stage, and it was great. I mean, the crowd was great, and it was a great show. So we've been doing some shows on our, and, and it's a combination of shows, our shows, along with the shows we're doing with Extreme.
2: Yeah, and like two weeks are going to be in. Uh... New Orleans, we're playing at the Gretna
1: Festival. Man, music has taken y'all everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, like every time I look on like Instagram or whatever, it's just like, damn, Corey performing on the moon. Like, <laughs> 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 like these brothers be going, everywhere, going places, man. Now it's 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 wild yep. how y'all have made like such a, a story career out of this. Y'all mm-hmm. made a living off of this. Um, you know, y'all y'all get like been everywhere doing everything. I was I went the other day I left my credit card at a bar. I went to go get the bar. They was playing Living Color. They I said, damn. They play I said, I know them. (laughs)
2: how much was you doing that you had to leave your credit card at the bar
1: a little too much (laughs) honestly i won't say it was the edible it wasn't even the drink i think i only had one drink i just i just woke up the next day like damn man i hope ain't nobody Uh steal my credit card no i left it you know that's what that was on me but what i'm saying is (laughs) y'all been making this music so long making a living to you australia netherlands you you don't
2: you don't want to take this intervention do you is that what you're saying not right right now not right now i just (laughs) turned
1: 45 let's give it a couple days (laughs) um the thing i was gonna say is (laughs) what is it like to 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 have that kind of career but to also be unable to articulate what it is to make this music you know because <laughs> i'm assuming it just come like naturally to y'all y'all don't really think about it Word. like what's it like Word.
2: Oh, see, you just <laughs> deflected the whole intervention and, di- and, and, and gave it to us. I get it. I get it. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. We tired of white people, too. All right?
1: <laughs> Man. I, how's that? Well, so, you know? so, First of all, okay, so let me catch everybody up. In case you haven't been paying attention, Jan Winner, who is like the, you know, like One of the co-founders of a Rolling Stone magazine, like Rolling Stone, storied rock and roll, musical, like gatekeeping ass magazine, you know, he just recently did, he got a book that's coming out called The Masters, where he talks to seven white dudes about rock and roll. (laughs) Right. No irony ever crossed his mind. The editor didn't hit him up, nothing, I guess. And um, he does an interview kind of justifying this to the New York Times, where he says, Essentially women and black folks, people of color, can't articulate the way that white dudes can. So he didn't feel the need to enter to interview any for his masters of rock and roll, um, an art invented by black people. Uh, he didn't feel the need to interview any black folks or women because obviously they aren't able to articulate enough about the music. And what brought this up is I saw Corey uh, and and Living Color the, the band that put up a, like a, a post like a it was like a PSA like hey this motherfucker full of shit and I was like oh man this is, I we gotta get them we gotta talk to them so like that that'll catch everybody up that's the joke that I'm making in referencing so where were y'all when y'all saw this like were y'all together were y'all like apart like you yeah know, y'all hit each other up in the group chat what happened yeah. <clears throat>
2: I had seen this thing on IG and it sort of, it was, you know, a few folks were were saying something, saying something about it, but I didn't hear anybody, no musicians, no black musicians, no female musicians, no people in, in this world were saying anything. It's like, I felt like, and I called Vernon and I was like, we gotta say something, we have to, something has to be said and you know, we put together this thing just to sort of set the record straight first and foremost right that, the, that this is this is nothing new Vernon, vernon has said this before but this ain't nothing new i heard I, you know what what i heard people talking about it and then i went. oh
1: i think vernon's connection is messing up and starting to lose him i'm about to say he might need to refresh yeah try refreshing Man, vernon. this delay is serious. making
0: me lose. <laughs>
1: Yeah, try try refreshing if you can. See it, see it. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, go back out and come back in. Go back out and come back in. And see, okay. If, see if that'll fix it. You, right,
2: you know, ahead, it's course. it's and it's not the fact. It's you know, Okay, that okay, some, okay. I, uh, okay. yeah, let me do that. Let me do that. Yeah, it, it's not the fact that that we had that there was nobody there that could talk about it, but it spoke to some bigger sort of thing that you know whatever whatever his idea of what rock and roll was it didn't go beyond a certain point for him. Right. It, it didn't leave any room for somebody like Tina Turner. Hell, like George Clinton. For You know, it didn't make an, it, it, there was no room for them. Right. It was, you know, the standard bearer for whatever rock and roll is or, ev- or ever will be was Bruce Springsteen.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and that's that to me. That record needed to be straight for for several different reasons, and not least of which, you know, there's a point at which we feel, at least I will speak for myself personally, because Vernon can't delay anything right now. <laughs> um, is that it? It makes sure that there's an erasure. Mm-hmm. of us you know the fact that you i was listening to the, this the show when you read all read our our thing and all that stuff and what you said was and a few other people had said in the chat was like rock, rolling stone told you rod told me Corey, this ain't for you mm-hmm. it told it, it kept saying that what what rock and roll looks like yeah, you might have helped it. Your forefathers and foremothers might have invented it, but it doesn't look like you anymore. We refined it. Yes. We, we've turned it into something else that is that on its face is exclusionary. Right. Right? So black, we as black folks and, 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 and women decided, you know what? We'll make something of our own. And fuck y'all. You know, tie to y'all. But at the same time, when I'm coming up, and I heard, you know, Mother's Finest, and I heard, you know, um, P Funk, and even the Isley Brothers, and all all this music that you know my my brothers and sisters were were listening to, and I is like, and I'm, I'm I'm absorbing it. It's like, I like that. I like I like that I like the aggression I like how loud I like like all that stuff, but when I went out into the world and talked to my friends and all, so it's like yeah I like these bands and I and I did listen to other bands I did listen to the Beatles I did listen to all that other stuff, and I talked about it immediately. There's like oh that's just that white boy shit. You on that white that is that 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 they fell into the trick bag that this was not that this wasn't yours unfortunately yes we can hear you
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think you're still having a delay but we can't hear you now um you can also try maybe turning off your Your camera camera, and sometimes that helps with the audio so there's less of a delay
2: yes we don't have to see you
1: (laughs) that's not what i'm that's not the way i meant it but
0: (laughs) okay um
3: I to say if you don't know how I think Roger, you might be able
1: to do it Yeah, I oh I can yeah I might be able to do it. Yeah if I say uh, you it's a, it's okay
0: it's okay. after a while you learn to look that's that's
1: uh Say that again. I'm sorry you broke up, bro. going <laughs> <laughs> to yes. well, say Roger, you sure. might be able to Wait, I can think of another way to do this. Hold on. You know what? Hold on. I'm gonna fix this shit. Motherfucking
2: podcaster. See somebody, some somebody in this camp always fucks it up. I'm, I, I it's usually me, but now. <laughs>
1: nah, it's, it's just look. This we used to this. This is what happened. We have living color on. It's rock and roll, baby. It's jazz. We, we motherfucking <laughs> jazz.
2: We, It's jazz.
1: <laughs> we, we out here doing things, doing it big. <clears throat> I tell you what, um, I gotta get Vernon's phone number. I'll yeah. add him via Skype, and maybe that can Voice work. up
0: that
2: is wild
1: I'll tell you that uh, can you text me Vernon's phone number Corey
2: yes I'm doing it right now I
1: appreciate you brother yeah. and Vernon I'm a going to call you on on the, on the yeah. Skype and see if we can make that shit work yeah hopefully this works Um. but yeah I, I just thought that was such a uh, alright cool I got it about to add them right now you'll be getting a phone call in a second brother Okay, I get it. I can make 911 calls. I'm not trying to do that right now, Skype. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why did they add a dial tone to... You know what? Fuck. <laughs> Skype is terrible! Got- Skype. <laughs> the
3: fuck is this? Uh, if you would like to continue this call, please drop 25 cent. <laughs> it is $1.99 a minute. The
1: really?
3: fuck is this?
1: <laughs> I hope this works. Let's, let's see. Oh, Uh, You just tried to call a number. Uh, What the fuck? You need
3: to put one in front of it.
1: I think so. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Skype is like a a, a digital payphone. The fuck is this? I already pay. Skype has one job. It's like add some money. You want to actually call a nigga? Like you only have one job.
2: You only do one thing,
1: right? All right, you there, Vernon? Oh shit! Can you hear me on the phone? Yeah, I can hear you on the phone. Okay, give me one sec. I'm gonna remove you from the from the from the Crowdcast screen so we won't get a, a double in the audio or anything. Corey, can you hear Vernon? Yes, I can. Hello. Fuck yeah! Yes, let's, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> let's fucking go! Yay! That's how you fix this shit. Uh, so all right, now we were all in right, the midst podcast professionals. Yes. yes. We was in the midst of uh so Corey was explaining, like he gave you a call uh when he saw the Jan Winter thing. What was the call yeah. like? Did was it you just pick up and he's just like, man, this motherfucker right here or what?
0: Well, <laughs> what was funny was that I was already starting to engage with it on Twitter slash X. And okay. um because I I'd, I'd been hearing about it, and then I went and looked at the New York Times, read the New York Times interview and it was it's it's bananas because there's parts of the interview the first part of the inter, interview they talk about well you let bono you let bono go over the transcript and fix stuff in the transcript and he and he go and he says well well i did it to to, to deal with language some language and clarity and then he went on to say that black people couldn't articulate i said well you gave bono the opportunity to articulate you let him edit the that doesn't happen, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, and then Corey called me, so I was kind of already in the thing. He said we gotta do something. I was like, yeah, you know, I'd already been xing or tweeting or whatever the hell it is we do now
2: on that platform. <laughs> Bullshitting. <laughs> you know. Um, are you and, and uh, have crazy y'all to...
1: have y'all ever met Jan Winner or or any of that stuff? I know y'all were on the cover of Rolling Stone, uh, at yeah, one point.
0: I, I met him. I actually met him um, through uh, Paul Allen, the co-founder of Microsoft. Plays guitar, and I met him. Damn. And, yeah. So he he wrote this book, an autobiography called Idea Man. And he and he uh, invited me to the cocktail party for the release of the book. And and yeah yeah, when it was there. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because before Paul Allen introduced me, yeah, Winter was looking at me like, um, aren't you supposed to be serving
2: me hors d'oeuvres?
0: Oh, damn. No. Uh, damn. <laughs> so you could feel it coming Cause it off like, of him. Because it was like maybe me and two other brothers that were in there, and I think that they were lawyers, right? So they were mm-hmm. only two people. We were only three black folks up in there, and it was, and then Paul Allen introduced me to, and then it was like, but it was like his vibe was like, um, What you, excuse me, what's your (laughs) role?
1: Man, it's wild. And it's wild to me that he felt like he was explaining it in a way that made it better. Like, as I was, Mm -mm. it's like every word I was reading was like, bro, this, everything you're saying is making this shit 10 times worse. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, you would have been better off saying,
0: these are my seven friends. Like, (laughs) right. Exactly. He'd have just said, yo, these are my, me and my bros. I mean, people could maybe say something, but right. no, he wouldn't be in trouble. he would be like, oh yeah, you talking to your peoples? I, we get it, right? Right. But he decided when they when they asked about it, like why no one why no Chrissy Hines, You know, you know why no Michelle and Diego Cella? Why no uh, Joni Mitchell? You know why no Amy Mann? You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, you know, I mean he was he was li- really one like, <laughs> one step away from them bitches, right.
1: Know? Right. Man, uh, he was like, these females can't articulate. You see, because brothers, are, we are logical people. You see what I'm saying? Women, they operate on emotion. Uh, yeah, I was. it was very disheartening yeah. to know that that person had such a huge role in shaping a lot of what, you know, the culture is to people outside of it, you know, because yes. that's what magazines are for. It's kind of for people outside to be introduced to shit. And here, here's this dude, like... I don't see black people and women. Anyway, uh, I'm going to tell you who to listen to this
3: week. (laughs) And what's so fucked up is he should have been lost his job for the fact that now there are going to be people who never made the cover never got in the hall of fame and all this shit and never will have the opportunity to, and he may have played a hand, possibly a huge hand in them not being there because basically you told us you're racist and you're misogynistic and and you know, you, you basically told us this. So now people are looking at you and looking at your magazine going, well, there are people you have left off and he's a possibility. Why?
0: Well, also, the oh, yeah, Winner is ahead, it's, it's, it's 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 all of that, but it's also style. He's very prejudiced against metal, mm-hmm. you know, very prejudiced. Like he took metal and, and certain hard rock things and Prague. he's it's not his wheelhouse. He doesn't dig it. So, you know, when he he, he had two roles. He's the managing editor. He's the executive editor of Rolling Stone, but also he's one of the movers and shakers that started the Rock Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So. He's gatekeeping on two fronts. And the other part of it, too, is that, you know, there are a lot of great writers. You know, Greg Tate, eventually Greg Tate even wrote for uh, Rolling Stone. And we know David Frick, who is a real ally to us, wrote for Rolling Stone. And I and understand that for them to get certain things in the magazine, they had to fight for it. Right. That's the thing that happens behind the scenes in journalism. It's like, who gets a... You know, like, either... Writers are either assigned a story or they put, say, hey, I want to write about this and I want to write about that. One of the legendary rock writers is Lester Banks. Like anybody that's in the rock game knows Lester Banks, was is, is one of the folks like Robert Christgau who's very well respected in the situation. And he got fired. And one of the reasons that he got fired from Rolling Stone is he started toweling around with his rich friends and said, yo, man. Lester, Lester Bank said to um, Gan, he said, "Yo, man, if you want to be a friend to them, you would be honest, mm. and you would be you would you would not take no shorts." I'm paraphrasing. Right. And basically, you you, you know what you 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 around with them? He said that's not your role. He was like, no, that's mm. not what we that's not what we do. Right. It's okay to be friendly, but you can't as a journalist. You got to you. You kind of got to go in with the knife and say what it what it is. Right, and uh, and he got fired for that. So this has been a situation, uh, for a long time. I mean, race and sexism is part of it, but it's also prejudice against various styles of music too, wow. or, or different types of rock.
2: Mm. Right. They they obviously never never really dealt with hip hop because they claim that they're a rock magazine. Right. So, uh. No. Any yeah. though anything that that didn't fall into the into that narrow groove of what about? He, thought, he thought was rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Didn't. Yeah, we. Are, yeah, I, I can, we are, he, Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> just uh, whatever that whatever that thing was, whatever that box was. If you didn't fit into that box, it, you'd be discarded. Right. So. And oh, they would. Oh, they would, I,
1: they would, I, oh, I think I know what's happening. Vernon can't hear Corey. Is that oh. what's happening? Oh. Yeah, because Corey's talking right now. Vernon must be hearing nothing. Damn! Hold on. Me, I think he prefers that. <laughs> <laughs> he just say he thinks you prefer that, uh, Vernon. <laughs> um, let me, let me, let me look at the settings on Skype or something. See if there's a way to like. Fix that in there. Oh, he can um, hear us though, right? Yeah, he can hear us. Yeah. He can't hear Corey.
3: Also, oh, when we stopped talking, he was like, "Wait a minute, yeah, He can y'all just, they, hear me?" We <laughs> sitting
1: here quiet, and it's really just. Uh, he was
3: like, "Am I on the call by myself?"
1: Let me see. Let me That's see. Not, I, I know what I said wasn't funny, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Let's see, microphones, speakers, oh, it's kind of set up the right way. I don't. Um, mm. I don't know why I wouldn't let him hear what Corey's saying. Let me. Ah, fuck. What's another way? Mm. Mm. Uh, I wonder if there's a I wonder if there is, is way there a to call him through Skype on the, mm-hmm. on the, on the, on the, on like Firefox. Like, give me a 2nd second. I'm, I'm working yeah. on it. Give us uh, one Vernon. second. We got, we got to uh, get it together. Corey, go ahead. Continue your point. Uh, Vernon, I know you won't be able to hear, but I'll let you know when he's done.
2: Okay, I, I almost forgot what, I, what was it said. Um, oh, so, so there, there, there was this, this narrow place that he that he thought what he did was what it, is rock and roll, and because it was the standard bear for for rock magazines, for magazines about music, there was Spin and all these other other magazines sort of followed suit that they might have found their own lane, but that lane was always in some ways exclusionary of certain people. Of certain of of certain kinds of people, living color being one of them in a real way. That, mm. in fact, you know, <laughs> I don't want to you know not to toot my own horn right. or our own yeah. horn, but we've been eligible to be a part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for almost ten years now, right. and we've never been and we've never been nope. considered, never okay. even thought about being considered. Which I thought was which I think is it's it you know. I work really hard at this. I've been doing this for almost forty years. Right. I I think I deserve some some sort of accolades, you know. That there is that that erasure from um, certain spaces, and quite honestly, you know, this is a this this is a longer and a harder discussion, yeah. but from out of black spaces as well, right. because they see us as you doing that white boy shit, right? And, and you know, and we're not, you know, exactly. clearly we're not. I had
1: a. Um, I wonder if uh, to fix it, if if I could call both of y'all on Skype at the same time, then y'all can hear each other.
3: Yeah, we can keep. Uh, and we could,
1: we yeah, can... we could. I could, yeah. Let me let me try that. I'm gonna try calling both of y'all on yeah, Skype.
3: We can keep Corey on screen.
1: Um, and Corey, we can keep you on screen, but mute you. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, it's so convoluted, but i will try to figure this out. Yeah, we we'll
3: get to it. Yeah, because because I. Tone. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely 1950 <laughs> pay for, uh, some kid going what's that beeping mama
1: right uh vernon you still there right i am okay cool 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 let me just uh see how to wait how do i just add a person oh add participants okay all right cool there we go
3: I'm surprised it's not a, a rotary. The
1: way that shit <laughs> sounds like it. Alright, let's see. So you should be getting a call in a second, Corey.
2: Yeah, I am. Hold on a second.
1: Is there a thing where you can answer and stay on the, on the crowdcast, or do you need to hop off?
2: No, I don't think I need to hop off. I got you. Uh, I'm, I'm getting your call. on.
1: Okay, go ahead. Answer I guess I'll
2: talk to you on the cell phone.
1: Yeah. I'll mute the, I'm muting the crowdcast. cast, then uh, we'll talk to him. How's that? There you go. Can you hear him, Vernon? Can you hear him, Vernon? You <laughs> hear Oh, shit. We're going to get an echo because uh, the sound on, I think Corey may be, uh,
2: I'm a t- in the crowdcast t- t- might
1: be giving him an echo. But Vernon, you there? Shit, what happened to Vernon? Shit,
4: what happened to Vernon?
1: <laughs> this is what we do, y'all. What we do, y'all.
0: Oh my goodness! I don't know what we're we gonna do. Uh, all
3: right. Is is there another <laughs> service we could use?
1: I don't know. Um, it's only showing one person in this car right now. Hold on a second. Let me <laughs> see. Um, Damn! I don't even know where. Damn, okay. I don't even know, you know where- what. Damn, let me start this over. We're gonna start this over. We're gonna,
3: How are we gonna start this over
1: We're gonna again? unmute Corey. Uh bring him back. Um Yo, Corey, you still there? On the Oh damn, now I can't hear him in Crowdcast, son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. We just we gotta call his son back. We gotta get we gotta get Vernon back in Crowdcast. We gotta we gotta just deal with the delay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to try to fix oh, it. I love dealing with old black people. This is this is this is, this is good comedy. <laughs> oh man! Let me tell Vernon, come this back. This shit is the best. Dude, crowd cast <laughs> live podcast, y'all. We oh, we do it live. My God, I'm so sorry, everybody. We, <laughs> we oh, were so close. We were so uh, close.
3: I wonder if we could take our Skype telephone number and move it to another service.
1: I don't know. I don't think so, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 get Corey back up and running, and we'll talk about these white folks and racism and shit. Um, and then, I, and I and the thing is, I do want to piggyback on that what he was saying about um, it being seen as like a, a, a white thing by black people too, which is you know like when you investigate the history of it, like one of the things we haven't done yet on Drake the Maniacs, I don't think we've come out with this episode yet but we have an episode about Sister Rosetta Thart that's coming out about how she essentially invented rock and roll. Mm. And that's a story I've literally never heard in my life. And I read about black history shit all the time. Uh, So I was like, like we were reading, I was like, wait, she did what now? I was like, yeah, they didn't know what to call it. You know, like uh, she came from like, you know, the church background and all this stuff that so many black people come from um so it was just like one of those things where you you fast forward you know what at this point almost a hundred years and people go yeah that's a white thing you know and black people can't explain it uh and Corey, i don't know why but we can't hear you dog i can can you uh, unmute him is he muted yeah he's unmuted but it's just i try refreshing yeah okay he gonna try refreshing Uh, But yeah, you fast forward and it's like, nah, this is white art now. Um, In a way that, you know, black people kind of, you know, I know at least for me, I became or was led to be hostile towards it, especially growing up as a rap kid, as a hip hop kid. It was like, oh, we not doing that white shit. We doing hip hop. This is real black shit. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, He's back. Can't hear him. Oh, man. What is what is happening? What is the world? We were so close. We were so close.
3: If <laughs> we flew too close to the sun, we flew
1: too close to the sun. Um, so Corey, below your screen, like your face, there should be like a, like some audio controls. One of them may say settings. If you go in settings, uh, it should say like microphone. Maybe it'll allow you to choose a different, um, mic um if that's possible it, it's down it's right beside the chat where you really where you see the chat popping up
3: you yeah. see mic camera one like a little screw like a little screw if you so i don't
1: know which one is on but it's possible that if you try like choosing a different, different mic like and a, then refreshing it might come back Yeah, it might pick it's like it might be because it was working mm-hmm. oh i can't hear him i'm sorry brother the white man has silenced these brothers again, okay? First, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and now the Blackout Tales Podcast. What is happening, okay? <laughs> I didn't want to do the white man's work today, but is it <laughs> brothers ain't got no voices
3: now. <laughs> <sighs> kangaroo, the rule came out of God and got a kangaroo. Was like, y'all talk shit about us over in Australia. Right. We'll show you. We'll cut your mics off.
1: Big kangaroo strikes again. <laughs> Big roo. <laughs> oh, man, this is terrible. <laughs> um I <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, like, I bet you you'll try me next time. Chat rooms have a time of their life. <laughs> they having a good time, ain't they? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> watching this. Low key this is kinda like what it's like hanging out in person with them. Like it's, it's it very is. chaotic and fun. It's um, a lot of fun. But uh, and then I don't see Vernon back in the chat yet. I think so. we completely lost him. I don't know. If maybe I could try sending him the link again or something. I don't know. Uh, but but yeah, it's just um, I I do remember having that hostility towards like rock and roll because and not and it felt to me like this is part of being black is not fucking with this shit, you know, or or saying this is white people shit. We not on that, you know. Um, and missing out on lots of good music and good art in the in the process, and to think that at some point the people that had a hand in that are at the top, picking these winners and losers, you know I
4: know
1: I see them back. don't hear hear them though. Yeah, we can't should. hear you. uh, where the hell um <laughs> <laughs> Vernon <go> over Corey's <laughs> house. <laughs> Oh man, cause I don't know why it was working to make it not work. Like all I did was just mute the mic, and then it just was like,
4: Mm-mm. "Fuck that
1: shit." Mm-mm. Um, let me think. I mean, I could call him back. I could call you back on Skype. I just don't know how to get you and Vernon on the phone at the, the same, same time. time. Um, and I also don't know how to keep this shit from uh, chiming in, like trying to make these chime sounds. All right, let me just call him. <laughs>
3: please insert a quarter for the next two minutes <laughs> the fuck is this skype
1: All right, i'm gonna try to call him on this let me see how do i do this uh that's weird when i click on this it, it's like you can block the number you can invite it to skype i'm like nigga i just want to make a phone call So I said, "Let's go to Zoom." (laughs) Listen, if I had, if I knew how to work Zoom, I'd do it, guys. That's how bad this one is. All right, here we go. I'm gonna call. I think I'm calling uh, Corey first. Mm -hmm. See if we can get that to work. Um. All right, cool, cool. Here we go. All right, calling Corey
2: how's that
1: all right we hear you now i'm trying to add um i'm gonna try to add vernon and we just gonna see what happens because i have no idea if this will work and i will need you to turn your volume down on your computer so so we won't get an echo Hey, hey. All right. All right. Hi. I got both of y'all. Um, oh, are, we, are we all on? I, I believe so. Corey, can you talk to him? Can you hear me?
0: Can you hear me, right? Here? Oh, loud and clear. That's the dulcet tones.
4: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, here man.
1: That, <laughs> that sounds
0: for many a day. It's a, it's a comfort to me. <laughs>
1: Okay, so where we were at, Corey, you were telling us how even in, like, certain black spaces it could be complicated because white people have made people feel like this is not black art anymore. So now if you're doing rock, it's some white people shit, even though Rosetta Tharp started this shit, black people are foundational to it. It would not be no rock and roll without black folks. But because of people like Jan Winter... And that and that influence is it, kind of like alienated pe- y'all on both sides sometimes.
2: Absolutely, and I think that we have tried, and if I don't think the, the the understanding of who and what we are and where we're coming from is that we're coming from a very black and very African American space. You know, we take influences from the diaspora. We take African influences. We take Caribbean influences. We take pieces of jazz. We take pieces of folk and 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 and, you know rock and roll. You know that our influences are there in the music, and those influences are considerably black. And and if they understood that, I I mean, this is an aside, and this this story makes little to no sense. And it's I we were playing somewhere. And someone was telling me, yeah, you should listen to y'all back in the day. When I was a little girl, I used to think y'all was great. You are you you our white boy.
4: Mm.
2: You're a white boy.
4: <laughs>
2: what do you mean? What? Oh, so well, funny. you know what I mean. You would have you won playing the stuff that nobody else was playing and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, 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 no. I'm still from Brooklyn. I, you know, I'm, right. you know, mm-hmm. I'm still, you know. Are you can you see me are you blind can, can you can you look in my face and see me
0: yeah well um you know, here is you know what it is is that we um there's a whole infrastructure to have us alienated from each other and ourselves yes. understand that mm. yes. You know, white supremacy—the whole idea. People think that white supremacy is about leaving black people alone. No, it's not. You think segregation is about leaving black people alone? It's not about leaving black people alone. Like one of the main things. One of the main things is who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. That's that's an essential component of white supremacy. That's an essential component, you know, of the divide and conquer situation that's been in effect the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, of course, black people being alienated from each other, despising one another, nobody despises black people as much as other black people. Right. Right. You know what
2: I mean? I and mean, that's, and that's, the, the, it's part and parcel. Go of ahead, Wait, the...
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was a, there's a there's a point at which somebody told me that that if you're not entertaining white people, you're a problem to them. Mm. If you're not giving them, making them feel better about themselves, you're a problem to them. That's why, you know, black politicians are a problem to mm. to a certain strata of people. Where, but if you play basketball, right, or even if you are, you know, Beyonce, uh, right. don't come at me. Don't, don't. I'm not. I'm just making. A
0: oh, you, know, oh <laughs> you decide to poke. <laughs> <me>.
2: <laughs> Stop. I'm not gonna. You, I'm not fucking with the
0: beehive.
2: <laughs> no, 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 I'm not fucking the beehive. I'm not. That, I'm not. But... Have you Shut seen up.
0: swarm yet? Shut up. <laughs> you ain't. You ain't seen swarm yet, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we coming.
2: We coming. I did, you but didn't. You didn't got to finish the I'm sentence. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <Ooh>. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guys, we lost Corey. We lost Corey. Pick up and uh, like, ouch! ouch, Nice of them to come by. Ouch! What is this? (laughs) But there is like a there's something to this idea of like there's certain lanes that Black people are allowed to be in. Mm -hmm. And even yeah. in those lanes, right. it's until you speak up, until you do some black yeah, shit. Because you... I, I still remember the backlash Beyonce got mm-hmm. when she came to the Super Bowl and, and them, them Black Panther berets and shit, and they was calling her a terrorist. And I was like, yes, they did. bro, right. all she did was let y'all know that she is also black. Like, y'all have no problem with her telling you she a woman for the last 15 years with all the girl anthems and shit. Y'all was right. cool. The second she showed up at the Super Bowl, like, oh, guys, by the way, I'm black and I, I love black people. They was like, Oh, this bitch gotta go. She's out of her fucking mind. Right.
2: <laughs> but the same thing with what she did a thing with the Dishy Chicks at the CMA's. Yes. They were like, yeah. You know. So oh, I yeah. I love Beyonce. Right. Please, please, please. No. I love Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you I think oh,
3: she's you, great. You 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 good, but 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 this is me as somebody who really loves Beyonce. I'm gonna tell you this. She, she makes them mad, but yep. I really want her to make them really upset. I want her to come out with two, and I don't know if she would ever do this, come out with two albums, come out with one album that's nothing but motherfucking country, and come out with another album that's nothing but motherfucking rock from top to bottom. And the reason why I say that is because as much as Negroes talk about damn like no goddamn country music, <laughs> you let Beyonce come out with a motherfucking country song. <laughs> Them white folks gonna be mad with them niggas coming there with them boots on, trying to goddamn electric slide while they fucking two stepping. They gonna be mad when they come in there with them goddamn cowboy hats. They gonna hit a button and that bitch is gonna blink, and that bitch is gonna say unique across the top. And they gonna be like, "And come on, Becky, let's go." I can't motherfucking wait. They gonna do the Country Music Awards and there's gonna be so many niggas up in there. They're going to pan across the screen. They ain't going to know what's happening. They're going to be doing the airwaves. They, they're going to be like, uh, uh, uh yes, next call in. I want you to play that Beyonce. Uh uh, Who is this? You know who I am. They're going to be like, Bzzz. and then they're going to just hang up the phone. I can't wait for the niggas to be showing up fucking everywhere. I can't wait for her to do a rock album and have y'all on and have other people on it, child. Be out there squealing and screaming, child. Niggas will will, will be will be dressed in all black, child. They gonna sell all that mother- all the black lipstick, all all the black fishnets, bitch. I want her to come out with them too much. You think they mad now? Beyonce, that is <laughs> my desire, and I want you to go on motherfucking tour with it too, like like you did Renaissance. Sorry, go bro. on tour with it, bitch. Let's go. I'm I'm a, if you, you know gonna what? make them mad, make them mad. Well,
0: well, you know what it is, right? <laughs> You know, you know, a Negro loves a cowboy hat. Now, come on now. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. I mean, the Gap Band. See, that's that's you know, that's straight up and down. And trust and believe this whole situation with Tracy Chapman with Fast Car. You know, that's close to their heart, right? Yeah. Because the because you know this this kind of white guy came up. He has a hit with Tracy Chapman's tune, and everybody was in a in an uproar about it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm.
3: I, yeah. I can't wait, child. she going to be putting everybody on the map. She's going to be introducing Negroes to all types of black folks that's been doing this shit for years. They're going to be like, uh, all of a sudden, the the top 25 country souls ain't nothing but Negroes. What happened here? The top five <laughs> you know, metal and, people ain't nothing but black folks. What We don't know what's happening.
0: So, you know, Charlie Pride. Charlie Pryde was at the top of the country game for many, many years before he passed. You know what I mean? And, um... You know, it's just funny, man. I met Charlie Pri I met Charlie Pride one time mm-hmm. and uh my pops is a huge Charlie Pride fan, right? And and I said to Mr. Pride, I said, you know, my father is a huge my father's a huge Charlie Pride fan. He's a huge fan of yours. And he looked at me and said, But what about his son? Mm. <laughs> mm, bars. <laughs> uh,
1: now, Vernon, uh I mean, I'm sorry, Corey. You were going somewhere yes. with the Beyonce thing. I think Karen totally derailed yeah, it I, 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 I didn't, I didn't mean, Yeah, I didn't
0: mean to do The deep. word
1: Beyonce came she, she, up.
0: She's a, the, she's a member of the Bay House. She got activated.
1: Yeah, she got activated <laughs> right, just from right. the word. I, what, what were you going to say? <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you couldn't help yourself. The program it just, it just
2: kicked in. Yeah, it did. I, well, I, I just think, you know, there, there are certain people within within black spaces that white folks can tolerate. Mm. And they happen to entertain us. They don't educate you. They don't think Cornel West is job as he might be. Mm -hmm. They don't think that he's, they think he's some sort of radical. Anyone who talks about anything outside of the regular sort of, I'm just trying to live my life, da, 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 Mm -hmm. is considered something they have to push to the side. If you play basketball, you your Beyonce who's, who's, to, who's promoting some sort of, you know, uh, empowerment through through what she does mm-hmm. is is okay to a level, right. like you said, you know, until she decides, oh, by the way, I happen to be black. Yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, oh by the way, I, you know, this is, I don't just do party anthems.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I, do, I do things that make people think as well. Then it becomes a problem, you know.
1: Yep.
2: And I think w- when people look at us, they hear the song, they hear culture, personality, mm-hmm. and they think, "Oh, you weren't trying to talk about yourself. You're talking about the world around you." I'm talking about, but what what we were doing was talking about our place within that within that sphere and how we got caught up in it as black people, mm-hmm. not as <clears throat> Not as just people, right? Because there's a distinction. My the distinction of my world is different from yours, even if we live in the same town, mm-hmm. even if we live next door to each other. There's a different. There's a different distinction. You know, comedians talk about you know their white friend who does whatever the fuck they want to, whenever they want to. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know, you can laugh at that, but the reality of that is, I, me doing it is a danger. Yep to myself and people around me. And there's a cost to it. You
1: know, like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Even with you think about an act as big as a Beyonce, an act, a, 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 a mm. NBA player as big as LeBron James or Steph Curry, there's, right. like, a cost for them that they never get back when they make that first, like, foray into, like, hey, man, you know, as a black person, you know, it really bothered me that Trayvon Martin got shot, and it's like, oh, he'll never be... On the track, on the Jordan track that he was on, it's like you're gonna take 10% off of that because 10% of people ain't never coming back. You know, Colin Kaepernick still ain't got a job uh, because he said that shit. Like, there's a cost to the people. And only what's interesting to me is it's almost like only the most talented people or the people that are comfortable are the ones that can make it through that shit. Like, if you're comfortable being like, well, fuck it then, I ain't gotta be Michael Jordan. It just is what it is. Right. I'm gonna keep saying the truth. You right. you can make it, but if you like unless you're like the top 1% of the talent, they'll get your ass up out of there
3: real fast. Yeah, and also the thing about really? Michael Jordan is the older Michael Jordan got particularly after he got out the, the you know the league and particularly coming to Charlotte, he has invested
1: billions into this city. Like like I mean to he's black he's, to he's more that, of but, an activist now than he was when he was playing correct. but I, I honestly think um, not to get too controversial to the Jordan lovers out there, I, I think he owes that shit to, like, LeBron James and the people that came after him because mm. they showed him that, hey, man, you can say what you mean and you can stand up for your people and they ain't going to be able to do shit to you anyway. And you right. bigger than us. So, like, it's a little bit shaming to be like, look at Dwayne Wade put on this hoodie and I'm Michael fucking Jordan. And I, and I'm, and I'm like, Republicans be buying these Jordans too. Like he, so he kind of, uh, I think they kind of led him to his activism in that way. Um, a thing I wanted to ask y'all also though, um, cause y'all would know the inner workings better than I would. Um, I always think when you see someone get in trouble and then get ousted very quickly, that normally means they did not have the power they used to have. So while white people are, like, yeah. celebrating that, like, case closed, fixed it. Jan, Jan Winter, off of the he's off of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, committee. There's nothing else to talk about here. I always look at that like, that means he wasn't the decision maker he used to be. He wasn't right. ruling y'all. So y'all got his ass up out of there. But what's going to really change? So are y'all anticipating that change? Do y'all think... He just didn't have the power to stop anything.
0: Well, the thing <clears throat> is, this was this was kind of uh, uh, Yam when is um, he was already kind of commencing his victory lap, right? Mm. He he hadn't been active at Rolling Stone for actually a while, right? Right, and uh, and this was his this was going to be his magnum opus to to really de- these are the interviews that he conducted with people that he was really close to and he decided to have this thing named the masters. And once he did that, you know, he took something subjective and may try to make an objective claim. Mm -hmm. Then people were able to question, Oh, so why aren't there any women or blacks in it? And then he stuck his foot in his mouth, Mm -hmm. but he was already kind of stepping out. You know what I mean? He was going to go on his super yacht and just chill. And basically right. um and he still wanted to have keep a hand in I think you know, him being out of the Rock World Hall of Fame is uh is is a thing. But the Rolling Stone thing, he'd been already kinda out of daily operations for a while. So
4: this and is his son was running
0: it. yeah, exactly. So so that's yeah, but so right, exactly. He this is not the yan winner of the nineteen eighties. This is not the Yan winner right. of the '90s or the '70s when he was up, you know, where he was really determined what was on the cover, what was not on the cover, what he was comfortable, his writers writing about, and you know what what it was going, what it was, and what it wasn't going to be. He was out of that sphere of okay. influencing. You know, one of the funny things is I had my second generation iPad when I met a Yan winner, right? So he looked at me with my iPad. And he said, "You guys, you, you you tech, you 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 nerds with your iPads." This is before there was a Rolling Stone online, mm. and I was like, "It was kind of like a weird moment." And I was like, "Oh, you don't know what's coming. Like you don't, right. you don't see the future. You, you don't." Yeah, he, he he had this weird moment where he reacted to the tech, and he wasn't. You know, it was kind of like, "No, man. You know, we." Like, print journalism, he was kind of like, in a print still matters. And and was like, wow, you reacted, number one, you thought I was serving you canapes at first. Now you attacked attacking my tech. So right. it was a complete experience
2: for me.
1: And it's also interesting.
0: Right. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 You go, Corey. You go.
2: Well, it, 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 speaking of that, you know, they, there was an article in the Times, again, about his ouster out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it just took 20 minutes. Twenty minutes. They they, they they brought up the articles, and twenty minutes later he was he was out.
3: Whoa! And the, and
2: there was and there was two people who voted to keep him: Jan Winner and uh, John Landau, who's Bruce Springsteen's manager. Mm. There's only two people who who voted to keep him in. It was almost it was com- almost completely unanimous. And John Landau's sort of uh, supposition was. I was doing that just to acknowledge how much he's done for the culture and how much he's done for the, the, the rock for rock and roll in, in general. like, so I t- hearing that I didn't decided to write something and say, that's all well and good, but what you going to do about it? Right. Well, how are you going to, you talk, you, you, you talk about this diversity and inclusion and all this other bullshit, but you ain't do you. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. That means nothing until you, till you do something about it and how many people of color how many women do you have working in the infrastructure of the rock and roll hall of fame that knows about a living color that knows about a, a george clinton that knows about a sister rosetta thought that knows that that these people who these people are and acknowledges their you know contributions to the music that 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 for i don't know how long as long as i can remember right has been gate kept by somebody who not who who doesn't reflect me, who doesn't respond to me, right?
1: And even worse, doesn't um, does look so down on on black people and women that you're like they can't articulate. articulate what it is they do for a fucking living the thing you innovate the thing you innovate you know and i think it's even more imposing when you think about how rock and roll hall of fame has essentially become music hall of fame like it's not it's not like so now you're not just talking about rock and roll or just you know uh as vernon put it earlier you know even the narrow view of what he would consider like is rock and roll You're now talking about hip hop, yes, because
3: Missy Elliott just got in there. Jay Z has been like, it's a lot of people. But it makes you wonder,
1: like, how, what, what is that really when you let them in at that point? If you, if, if part of your thinking is I don't respect these people, what are you? Then what are you? Do you? I don't. It's hard for me to believe you respect Missy.
2: Right. As much as it's just
1: like, man, we gotta let some niggas in. They getting mad online. We got, you
2: got to, yeah, that, that, I think that it was, was that was what happened with us when we got on the cover of Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. It was undeniable. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to you had to acknowledge it in some way.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And and you know who else of uh, our ilk was then on put on the cover of Rolling Stone? Not many, right? Um, I mean, I, it's. funny.
0: Go ahead, at the point at which we're put on the cover, I mean, it had been a lo- it had been a long time since anything like what we were doing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, at the beginning, Hendricks got a lot of coverage, Sly and the Family Stone got a lot of coverage, Muhammad Ali had been on the cover, mm-hmm. you know. They, but it, but at the point at which we got put on the cover, it had been a a grip before anything like us mm-hmm. had been on the cover.
1: And like, first of all, how'd y'all feel when y'all got that, like, that invite? Was it like a, all right, cool? They recognizing, like, was the experience good, like, for y'all, or was it like a, I don't know, man, these motherfuckers kind of, still kind of whack. No,
0: no. So it's two things. It, no, it, you know, I, I, I was a Rolling Stone reader, and it was, it was great. It was great, and the session was horrible. Like mm. the session, that photo session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it was, it was, uh, it was deep. It was, uh, uh, they didn't assign a, it was a, a white male photographer and he had this one particular setup and he was stuck on it with us holding the, uh, holding the gels in front of our faces. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was like, why are we holding these gels in front of our faces? And it was a, like, come on, just try. It and it started to get like a little bit whiny and, we, mm-hmm. and I was like, this, you know, I was really looking forward. I mean, this—it's a, it's a real milestone to be on the cover right. of Rolling Stone. I mean, Doctor Hook and the Medicine Show—they had a tune about being on the Rolling Stone, you know, on mm-hmm. the cover of the Rolling Stone. So it was like a thing. And then the session was just, mm. uh, yeah, and this was is, very, very annoying.
3: And this is why photographers matter. And that's why, speaking of Beyoncé again, she went on the cover. She was like, "I'm picking my own photographer, and I'm picking this young black man." And everybody was like, the fuck? And she was like, no, I don't want anybody. I don't want to fight with y'all. I don't want to fuss with y'all. I want somebody to actually see the vision too and be in this with me.
1: Yeah, I think it's, 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 it is. First of all, we're looking at the cover in the um in the uh, crowd cast. Mm-hmm. Look at these babies. Look at Ain't these. They
3: got, we got the box. Look Come these, on. These precious
1: little children. It's my provocative. <laughs> hey, I
2: do what I want to do. <laughs>
1: um but uh and as you can see
2: that looks on our faces like this is some bullshit yeah i
1: was gonna say y'all look like that's the 90th picture like y'all look (laughs) like uh okay this is what i got left okay right (laughs) um but yeah i think it's interesting because like um vernon brought this up earlier and you know being part of a collective group of somebody like creative Mm -hmm. people It is about the fight, though. So, like, I don't want to denigrate the people inside Rolling Stone that fought for y'all, that fought for these other folks, because I'm sure that shit sucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when well, you got all of us have had a racist boss at some point, or just a motherfucker that didn't right. want. And, and I know it. Like the little bit of stuff they does get in Rolling Stone, someone fought tooth and fucking nail to be like, y'all don't understand. <laughs> These brothers are real. We got to get them in there. They right. matter. Yeah. Right. So like I'm like I'm. I I'm gotta let's give go.
0: Another shout out to Frick. I got to give another. He wrote about the Black Rock Coalition. He wrote about the band. And I got to give him a shout-out, you know, an additional one, because he really was a true uh, ally back in the days, you know, and still is. So, yeah. So
1: what would y'all like to see change, man, going going for here? Like, it's not up y'all' responsibility. And if y'all don't feel like like y'all like, fuck it, they got to do that. That's cool, too. But, like, is there, like, a thing that you would like to see, like, come out of this shit? Because right now I feel like... White people do this thing where, like, a motherfucker lose a job and they act like it's the job is over. You know, right. it's, it's like no more the, work to do. The NBA right. got rid of that like racist owner for the Clippers, and it's like, okay, that's cool. Um, that's not, but that's not it. You know,
2: it's like that's right. not the whole thing, right? <laughs> it's not right. even close. And th- th- that's what I was trying to say in that next that uh, next post I I, I sent out it was like, yeah, it's great. John's gone. That's, that's great. Now what are you going to do? What are you going to do next? How are you going to rectify the almost 50 years of damage that he's done
4: mm-hmm.
2: to, you know, people like us, mm-hmm. people like, you know, there's a baby band out of New York called Oxymorons. What's going to happen to them? Um, who's going to acknowledge Sister Rosetta Thar? Who's going to acknowledge the, the, not the brilliance Donald of the Jeffrey. Bad Brains or, or or Tina Turner or... Who's gonna Who's gonna, gonna talk about that genius? Right. Who's going to make them know that they ha that? Particularly, people of color know that there there is a place for them in this in this so-called rock and roll Hall of Fame. That that if you're gonna include everybody in the rock and roll Hall of Fame, make me feel included, right? Yes, you know, and not sort of like an, an aside that you have to deal with at some point because you know. Some people are talking about it. Somebody's
3: talking about it. Yeah, out out of some form of obligation. And I know me and Rogers kind of talked about this before, but I was kind of brought up in that genre where similar to Roderick, when it came to heavy metal and rock and roll, I really thought that was some white people shit. Country, same thing. Because a lot of it, they don't teach it. Nobody knows it. So it's nobody to really be like, hey, like this, Unless you got them parents that are like, hey, I'ma sit your ass down and show you this shit because your parents is in it for most children. Right. They're not gonna go back and dig into history unless somebody sits them down. Cause that's
1: just young I people. I mean, I still have a certain level of shame about the shit because me too. my dad actually introduced me to so much fucking rock and roll and, and shit. And I was just like, No, dad, that's the white man. Okay, I'm gonna be over here listening <laughs> to hip hop. Okay, you're not gonna and, and then you grow I got older and shout out to Spotify and, and some of these music. Guys, because I know as much as they be like fucking artists over for the world, like the money wise, they don't always make a lot of money. It's what it, does a quarter of a cent look like? Exactly, I've never seen uh, one. I've never I seen one. No you got to put a penny on a railroad track to find that shit, and, <laughs> and, and 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 it's bullshit. But at the same time, it also put people's musical catalogs at my fingertips. So, like to mm. a certain extent, it's like it was it became more accessible, and I'm like, oh shit, like. <laughs> Like, I, oh, well, this was out here the whole. I would, like, call my dad, like, my bad, man. I know you bad. tried to put me on the earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> well, I was tripping. I, I just thought it was cleaning the house music. I didn't. Yes. I didn't. Right, right.
3: <laughs> yes. I would get
1: angry. Me and anger was associated to that because yeah, I, I wanted to sleep. Every time I go on a flight, I listen to, like, Steely Dan's album. Uh, And my dad used to play that shit constantly. And I used to be like, turn that shit off, like, in my mind. (laughs) I didn't say it out loud because, you know, my parents still did whoopings. But I I definitely was like, you know, in my brain, like, turn it off. And now, like I said, there's a certain level of, uh, I don't know, I feel like it's a debt that's owed to black people that started rock, that continued the legacy of rock. And I want to know if that debt is going to be paid. I don't really, like, this dude is one dude. Right, as even as powerful as he was or is or whatever, he's just one motherfucker. That don't explain all the motherfuckers that follow suit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not. The, he's Forever. not alone in his thing. He's just the one that admitted it. Right. And the other thing too is that right. The the, the exactly. big the bigotry of like friendship is something that we like people often excuse because it's like, well, that's your friend group. Yeah, but when you're the most powerful motherfucker in rock and roll. And your friends just happen to all look like you, talk like you, be like you, and you get to be the one to decide who's a legend. Um, yeah, motherfucker, you're obligated to not just be friends. You know, it can't just be my buddies anymore, because I feel like that's, right. that that platform too exactly. big. You know what I mean? Exactly, that's,
0: it's a power dynamic. Yeah, that's what that, that, exactly. A lot of the pushback on the situation as well. He was entitled to his opinion. This is no, no. Understand this you got to put it in context of who that cat is. Yes, yes. You can't just remove it in context and say, oh, he's just a dude with an opinion. Yeah, he is that, but he's also more than that. And you have to acknowledge that that's a fact. And and
1: that shit only worked for white people anyway. Because, like, if Barack Obama was president and all the motherfucking cabinet people was his family, man, they would have him out of there in three minutes. But Trump did that. Right, Trump literally yes. did that shit, and they was whole like, whole family what, got paid. What's he supposed to do? I mean, that's his—that's his, that's his like, daughter. Like, yeah, bitch, are not qualified for the goddamn job. The fuck is this? Right. And so I feel like that shit don't even work for us in the first place. But, so you can't trick me with that one.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, but we. And that's, yeah, that, we, that, that's, that's just a, like you. Like Bernie said uh, uh, to somebody a, a while back. It's like, it's is uh, what's that? What's the who song? He's the new boss, same as like, the old boss.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know? right. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Right? That, you know, the thing, the thing about it, it makes me think. rethink about Hendrix. There's a mm. clip that you can see of, of Jimi Hendrix on the Dick Cavett show, and it's mm. real deep. Because Dick Cavett is doing that, I went to Harvard, and I'm always the smartest guy in the room. That was the thing about his interviews. He would get his guests on, and then he would play mental games with them, mm. right? So Jimi Hendrix is on there, and never, the first time I saw him on TV, he's wearing this blue kimono. He sits in, and, you know, he sits down, and first thing Dick, Dick Evans says, well, I heard you say, I heard you, I, I hear you're the, the, the greatest guitar player in the world. And he said, well, I'm the greatest guitar player in this chair. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, he wasn't going for it. Right. He wasn't. He wasn't going for it. And part of the thing that I that that is offensive to me is that you're not going to acknowledge the kind of abstract thinking of a Willie Dixon or a Howlin' Wolf that will right. come up with a spoonful. You right. know what I mean? Or will come right. up with, you know, I asked her for water and she gave me gasoline. Mm. The kind of, of the kind of mind that will come up with these things. Yes. You're going to turn around and say, well, you don't know what you're doing. And he said, well, how do you mean you don't know? He's doing it, though. What you talking about?
1: And right? it's not an attempt to understand. Like, that's mm-hmm. the... Because, like, I can forgive somebody for not knowing some shit. We right. all don't know some shit. There's always yeah. a motherfucker right. that know more than you. And they start talking, and you be like, damn, this motherfucker know way more than me. You would think that, the like, the hubris, you know what I'm saying? Like, there would be a party that goes, actually... Right. This millions of people in the world fuck with this. I need to find out why. Isn't the intellectual curiosity part of the gig? Aren't you Mm. old? Like, aren't? Isn't your audience old? That you know what I mean? Like,
2: absolutely. You have the resources. When he was talking about Stevie Wonder, bruh, Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder, who's been doing this since the age of. And bruh and innovated each and every time he put out a record each and every time he opened up his mouth jewels fell out and you're telling me that he wasn't articulate enough man that's quite and the fault you know, doesn't
1: yeah. how does the fault not lie with you you the one can't that's understand ab- it's it's his fault you can't understand stevie wonder all these records that everybody understands, <laughs> all these interviews he's right. given, but you, no. y- the humorous of you to be like, it's him that can't articulate. No, it's you, motherfucker.
0: Exactly. He never, entered, he never even entered into the conversation to find out whether he could articulate it or not.
4: Mm-mm. And the other
0: part of it is that there's like mad missed opportunities for amazing journalism. Yeah. Like, imagine, you know, if he had Pete Townsend, right? Pete Townsend did Tommy, the rock opera. Deaf, dumb, and blind kids. What if what if Jan Winter had decided? Let me get Stevie Wonder and Pete Townsend together because Stevie's actually blind, and say, "Yo, what do you think? Of, what do you think about Tommy?" and have them talk. See, that man missed opportunities for incredible, insightful conversation because he uh, decided before the conversation could happen that he's not worthy of doing it. He's not even thinking that on that level. So right. you know, it's the same old game, man. It's the same old thing yeah oh man
1: that's yeah like i said man i it's funny because i know i didn't know enough to know all the ins and outs right but i was like um i i know racism yeah and and that's (laughs) the thing like like
3: i know racism when i see it because the the thing is the the list of people that 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 he quote unquote claims he can't you know even look at These people have sold billions of albums, millions of records, been on tour. Like you're talking about a group of people that have impacted the whole world, have changed whole genres Mm -hmm. and and, and impacted generations of people. But what they did and their accomplishments don't count. And some of those people have actually had a bigger impact on the culture as a whole than some of the people on your list.
0: What are we talking about here? Yeah. I wanna so You know something? Mm-hmm. You know something, deep. One of the people who should be who who should be on there as a master is Nile Rodgers. Because Nile Rodgers survived the destruction of disco. Mm. He survived the destruction of disco. He was very imitated. Like when you hear another one bites the dust from from Queens, that's an imitation of sheep. You understand? He went on to produce The Human League and Debbie Harry and all the other things.
2: Madonna. You know what I
0: mean? Oh. But Duran, Duran. He, you know, he produced um, uh, Steve Ray Vaughn, the Vaughn Brothers. Mm. He produced David Bowie. You know what I mean? Right. So how are you going to have something? Like, this cat could write out a string chart just standing there. He's got a piece of paper without his guitar and just write out a string chart. I've seen him do it, right? So here's the person who's an incredible musical mind an incredible intellect has been in the game and made the game work for him, but Yan winner, he can't he can't get into the Rockwell Hall of Fame. Mm. And Yan won't 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 um dine to uh to have a chat
1: with with Rogers.
0: Right. For real. Yeah.
1: And so many. And, we're to... and I think also when something becomes like a, a gold standard or a, a milestone within an industry. it it becomes like a indictment on the artist instead of an indictment on the 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 publication right Like people start treating it like oh well i mean rolling stone didn't even write about them oh they didn't get into the hall of fame so clearly like that they're the one that's wrong instead of the hall of fame needs to loosen up i feel like that shit just really started changing in the last like I don't know. Ten years, you start mm-hmm. seeing a lot more. Probably because of social media, you start yes. seeing a lot more advocacy for like, no, y'all the one that fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. like, you, like, right. stop, stop yeah, denigrating these, young these People folks. are like, "Hey, dog, like, the fuck is this?" I also want to give another shout out to uh, the person that interviewed him for the New York Times. I think it's David Marchese. Um, and the reason I want to give him credit, shout out, he did some shit that you just do not see people do anymore. Asking fucking follow up questions. Yes. So that's sick. a lost art. I'm so sick and goddamn tired of reading the interview where someone says a quote and you're like, that shit seemed racist. Or that seems that seemed fucked up. Like, explain that. And normally they just move on, like, well, nothing to see there. And I'm like, no, go back. That was, I, and he right, right. he followed up. He had fucking examples. Because uh, he, he knew like, shit. Yeah, like he was like, this is a big deal that you were only talking to white dudes. Fucking he break explained. this down. And if he wouldn't have done that, I don't even think Jan Winter gets in trouble. I don't Mm-mm. think any of this shit is news. Mm. Cause I, I really do think, like Vernon said, if he doesn't say this explanation, we make an excuse for him of oh, he's talking to his boys. Eh, it's just, that's his boys. Eh, he just don't happen to know any black people. But that's like every white person. So who gives a fuck? I love that this person put him to the put the feet to the fire um even i'm sure yan winter probably hates that shit you know but good right
3: (laughs) yeah you did it so you be uh, held accountable and responsible for that and yeah uh uh to go back on what you say and like i said maybe because i'm old who what when where why and how these are things that have been lost in the art of social media because everything wants every everybody wants everything in Bits. Mm. They don't actually want a critical think or question. That's why we love losing follow up questions and shit right. like this. It's about what is the quick sound bite? What is this That's thing true. that can get it out fast? I actually don't have time to actually do the investigating to find out because the thing is, it's so many stories out there and so many paths that are never going down because you lack follow up questions. Ask somebody who actually has has done interviews. You ask the right question and your interview like this can go a completely different direction and can get information out there that the public didn't know. Because right. a lot of times they ask these same <coughs> questions over and over and over again, these same kind of yeah. stamped questions, and you nobody learns anything. Let me ask. But we y'all, learned something here. Let me
1: ask y'all this. How do y'all know how the Hall of Fame thing works? Like, do you have to submit? Is there like some committee in some dark room somewhere that lets you know if, if right. motherfucker nominate. You. Like, do they deliver it? Is like it even, Harry Potter? Yeah. Is it transparent? Do you, like, do y'all even know if like you're close or if you've been brought up? Do y'all know that stuff? The, the,
0: the nomination committee, the nomination thing, is pretty much in secret. The no, the nomination part of it. I mean, that's that's who you even get to vote on. Is 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 a closely held thing by the board mm. and then the ballots go out so they announce who the nominees are the nominee process is completely opaque right don't know what that is and then once you get the nominees you got ballots that go out and the ballots go out to a select number of people who get to vote you know they get to they get a you know you get a ballot and you know like uh i got a ballot because Tom Morella from Rage Against the Machine reached out to me and said, "Yo, I'm, you know, Rage is going to be uh, nominated." I said, "Man, I vote. Come on, send it on to me." And they and they get me. You get a ballot, mm-hmm. and, and, and it was just and it was just like he reached out to me, and then I just got a ballot, and you know, and then I voted, you know, for the nominees that are there. But it's 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 two different stages. Mm-hmm. The first stage, I don't know how they what that is. The second stage is, I guess it's a select number of people get ballots. Okay. I
1: think y'all getting in this year, and here's why. Anytime some racist shit happens and white people (laughs) feel bad, they they start looking for some quick solutions, Mm -hmm. right? You know, like, it's it's Mm -hmm. like how, like, uh, George Floyd died, and then every every company wanted to give us a job. Like it wasn't like it's like here is some social justice money, and uh, we gonna hire Negroes, guys. This is a, th- that should make this go away, right? Everybody be fine. They get a job. Y'all won't have time to write. I feel like this <laughs> this could be y'all. T- the, with, I think this could be y'all time. I feel but like unlike the, that, once you get it, they can't take it back. I feel like the statement. Because I seen it shared a lot of places. Like when I googled like "living color," state like it was everywhere. Uh, all the Google just results are just like, yeah, they uh they was on his ass. And everybody, and also because y'all said it, it was easy for white people to, uh, you know, like be like, that's what they said. I, I mean, hey, I mean the <laughs> negro said it. I retweeted. I'm, <laughs> hey, look, I'm just a white guy. I just all I said was "living color." They was pretty yeah, upset, and I'm just gonna repost it. Don't get mad at me, Jim. I feel like we just gotta we gotta start a movement or something. I don't know how how we well, what we gotta do. Right, we gotta do what grassroots house we gotta thing, go down, yeah. like. But I feel like this could be y'all year, man. Because like guilty white folks, that's how we get progress in America. Ah, ah. <laughs> Every time, I'm here for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, don't kinda,
1: I don't care about guilt, folks. Get, it's, get it's, y'all in there. It's funny, but it's true. It's funny, but it's true civil war you get eight years of reconstruction because they felt bad about the civil war you get the civil rights act because because mlk got killed like george floyd you get the the wave of activism and shit i feel like we got to capitalize on the pandemonium guys all right don't stop (laughs) (laughs)
0: you know take advantage of the kb ensuing chaos yeah
1: man you gotta get out there i see vernon out there sharing all the like uh musical history you damn near like a professor right now on twitter I, every time i look at you in the feed it's like you're breaking down another like obscure thing or you're breaking down like a a, a musical reference and i feel like you know that that's got to be helping you know to,
3: all that knowledge i'm like oh i didn't know that and you know me i'm old and black Ooh, half the time <laughs> let me go <laughs> now, look at this
2: now well
0: you know think about you know
2: this I'm sorry. I was just going to say, <laughs> think about the, hey, we're looking for, you're talking about rock and roll intellectuals. Mm-hmm. Mr. Vernon Reed is a rock and roll intellectual yes. and has talked about how the subtleties and nuances and the innovations that we all have had and that we've made in, the, in, in, in an effort to, to, to refine and make music better. Mm-hmm. He talks about it all the time. He has that knowledge in his head. But Jan Larry doesn't care about that. Right.
0: He can't articulate it. Well, you
1: know
2: <laughs> well,
0: well, you know, you it's can tweet 20, it. we have this conversation the day after after John Coltrane's birthday, you know? Right. And um and and I I have this thing on Twitter slash X called Song of the Day. I'm doing it for for the year of twenty twenty three. Like every day I post you know, and my and my music tastes are all over the place. You know, right. it's it's all it's all kinds of music I'm coming from all kinds of people. But yesterday, I, I my song of the day was a "Love Supreme," and um, you know, he did that in 1965, which is the same year that the Voting Rights Act, you know, was enacted. Mm. And and you think about these moments, you know, well, just such incredible creativity, such incredible optimism, you know. Such incredible hope and then you know, then we go through the cycle again. That's what y'all talking about, reconstruction, mm-hmm. you know, and and all these different things that we that we go through. And it cuts across all the different boundaries of style. You know what I mean? Right. And uh Nina Simone had a song called Mr. Backlash,
2: which is about that kind
0: of mm. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man, and and the funny thing about it is, it's it, w- when we talk about these things with rock and roll, well, rock and roll is the most extreme example. The same thing with jazz, the same situation with blues. Mm-hmm. You know, the blues. You know, it's blues is those festivals are primarily attended by white folks. You know what I mean?
1: I wonder. That's if, fact, I wonder if that's. I wonder if that's mm-hmm. why certain people are so like protective of hip hop in that way because we've seen it so many times where. You look up years later and it's unrecognizable. You know, where it's like, wait a minute. That's not how this shit started. How y'all getting all the money and the credit? You know, (laughs) like, I wonder if that's why people are so, like, you know, adamant about protecting, you know, other black art in uh, other spaces because they've seen what's happened.
0: Well, I heard a story the other day that really moved me. There's a thing called um, the 40-plus Double Dutch Club, right? And the 40-plus Double Dutch Club, they meet, they meet, in Chicago, I swear to God, I'm gonna try to go mm. next year. But it's 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 basically uh, all these women, these and it's basically African American women getting together to do double dutch, mm. right? It's not, it's not a competition; mm. it's more like a conference, right? right? Well, you know, the double dutch became a sport. Double dutch became a sport, and seriously, it got you know, like Japanese girls, these Asian um, females into it. But it's so interesting how things how things disseminate. You know what I mean? Because human beings, we see an activity, and they go, you get lit up by it. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, I want to do that. I'm going to try to do Oh, man, that's exciting. And so it spreads, right? So there's a whole thing about Double Dutch around the world. And I remember when I first seeing that, I was going to these Double Dutch contests, you know, and I was going, man, you know, but I remember it on the block. That was one of the most things when I was on the come up, Seeing girls play, do double dutch. I always loved it because it's just it's difficult to do. It's a yes. it's, it's a real physical activity, mm. and it's it's something that we did. we came up with that right right. So it's something that I feel very very emotional about double dutch. Right, mm-hmm. coming up, you know what I mean. Coming up on St. Mark's Avenue in, in BK, you know what I mean, and whatever. But when I heard about the 40-plus Double Dutch Club, then was like, okay, this is beautiful. Because it, it felt like, you know what, that this thing hasn't been just let go of. Right. And you, it, it hasn't. It's I mean, I ain't mad at the Chinese girls or the Japanese girls. Right. They love it. They feel right. it. That's beautiful. But I don't want to lose the roots. Right. I don't want to see us give up. It's gonna go out into the world. The same thing with rock and roll. I ain't mad right. at these people right. and white mm. folks that play rock and roll. Some of them have influenced me. Yes. Right. But the thing, the the idea that this is no longer black, that the idea that double dutch is no longer black, is mm-hmm. unacceptable to me. Right. It's unacceptable. Absolutely. That's and Absolutely. That's my emotional thing about about when people we had to fight a fight across two different fronts. Right. Cause on the one hand we getting the white gaze, and on mm-hmm. the other hand we getting the black gaze, and the black gaze is like you know it's like y'all trying to be white. Boys. And I'm like, are you bugging? You know when right. we first came out, Oprah, Oprah did a segment. I'll never forget it, and I'll never forgive it. Mm-hmm. Where keep the one moment that she ever mentioned us, she said something about we tr- that we apparently we trying to be white, and I, that shit broke my heart. Wow. for real. It's also it's on some crusty ass video right now, so it don't look. But I remember and. She never she never talked to us. She never asked right. us who we were, right? Wow. So this right. this is a situation that's cut cut across all lines. <clears throat> to be black is to fight on a couple of different fronts. If you want to be black and be yourself, mm-hmm. you know you gonna have to answer right. to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Fact. We were that's talking a natural, about that earlier. That's a fact. That's a natural fact.
2: Yeah, the, the, uh, our erasure in this in this idea. Is based solely on something that they've never heard us say. Mm
4: -hmm. They've
2: never, they've never given, they've never heard us say, we don't care about niggas,
1: right? Mm Ever,
0: right?
2: Ever,
1: and it's and And it's also that that, that, that thing too where like you got on the one hand you have white people saying. Uh, this these people can't possibly be as good as this as, as us. Like, it's this is our art form, <laughs> you know. Do <laughs> you got do you got black people being like, well, they they must just want to be white if they're over there, um, and it leaves exactly. you as a, in a place with no country. And I I like, I've always thought it was like dope that like y'all listen to us and and that we've mm-hmm. had this relationship because to me I feel like it erases a lot of that. Like to for the people that listen to this shit, they're they're not thinking like, well, those brothers are just sitting up there trying to like, no, nah, they come here, they kick with us, they play mm-hmm. guest of the race and and and, <laughs> and fucking with black people and shit. And I think um and it and and the like I said, my own ignorance, I I I also would have assumed shit like that just because because mostly because it wasn't my purview, you know. And then also right. like also once I got older, I, I feel like. Uh, Like Vernon said, the fight to be yourself and be black, everyone's gonna go through that, and you start realizing Mm -hmm. how much shit is coded white supremacy shit. And uh, Mm. I I I think I especially love to see black folks that don't turn like bitter towards other black folks because to me that does feel like the number one thing white supremacy try to get us to do. Like I always feel sad whenever there's like a person's like. I like anime, and I talk white, and no one's my friend, and I hate black people, and I'm like, uh, bro, you were 13, you were 13. That's you. At some point, you right. got th- yeah. like you gotta own that, and, and those kids were fucked up. But let's be honest, all kids are fucked up at that age. <laughs> the white kids are probably <laughs> giving you swirlies and shit too. Don't don't try to ignore that. Yeah. But it's like you have right. to own that, and so like, um, I love i love like i love y'all's love of black shit i love yes uh i don't think there's any way to hear shade and not be like these are for lack of a better term some niggas and i say that with love i like i don't think there's a way to listen to album and not be like those my niggas Though they fucking they they're talking about the shit i care about and how it affects me because it affects them and it's a damn shame if people are just b- judging books by they cover without uh, interrogating, because that's the yeah. same yeah, fucking no. thing Yan Winter did.
2: Yeah, the whole thing about not not, not having uh, not having backup questions. You don't have a backup question for us. You heard one thing. It was all over the place at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, there's more to that than than fucking cult of personality. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't, uh, I can't. It's paying for my kids' college.
1: Right. So
2: I, I, I ain't knocking it. You know. Right but at the same time there's fight to fight at the same time you know there's there's a there's a whole catalog of stuff that goes deeper into that into something that you can relate to right right and in, well, you know, and it's a shame that you got caught up in some in some you know white supremacy yeah and to, that told you this wasn't yours yeah yes. this isn't yours this wasn't that's created a, by you. Mm-hmm. That's
0: a fact. That's a fact. I mean, the fact that we're alienated from each other is also a function of white supremacy. Yes. That's a that's a, that's, a, that's a thing that, when you talk about quote unquote black on black crime, well, you know, you know, the, the far right loves black criminals. They mm-hmm. love them. You know. Yeah, they, jail because they get them. Right. Yeah, because the black criminal proves their point. Mm-hmm. so all that all that all that crocodile kids about they're they upset uh, no they you love that because you know you more upset about the black kid that gets into all of the ivory schools yes. you more upset about that yeah than you are about everybody you know grabbing a purse right. <laughs> you, you more you're much more upset about when a negro decides to do right and make it happen. that's more disturbing to you than what the criminals is doing <laughs> so just own that right. And one other thing I want to say is like, I honestly think back about Jimi Hendrix. i talked about Jimi Hendrix on the Dick Havis show. Mm-hmm. Yo, they were calling him an N word in interviews and all kinds of. I remember, go back and read the press about Jimi Hendrix, mm. right? And Jimi Hendrix went and turned around and and, and, and our people, right. black folks, was calling him a white boy, you know, they said, but ain't no white boy in the world coming up with voodoo child. That's not mm-hmm. happening. Right. Indeed. Right. Right. <laughs> That's the he went. He went really black. He went so black that people were like he freaked
2: everybody out. With that. <laughs> Trust and believe.
0: Foxy Even lady real black. is
2: not is is black vernacular. Mm-hmm. He turned, turned around to turned to to from from fox from foxy. Who right. was saying
0: that shit? It wasn't white boys, right? Man. Yeah, and also
3: for me. One thing about getting older and I realized about Negroes, I I love us. Here
2: we go. Um, Here we go. Um, <laughs>
3: and, 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 and y'all y'all I love us. Uh, but we claim we're not a monolith, right? We, 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 we claim that we're not a monolith. Mm-hmm. But anytime mm-hmm. anybody steps outside of what white people say is normal, right. we want to throw them out of blackness. Because I am, I personally am of the belief if you claim black, I'm just saying, if you claim black. You are black. So whatever your experience is, it's okay. the black experience. Like, so like Rachel
1: Dolezal. Like, hey. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I caught on
1: that Rachel Dolezal. No. <laughs> oh, I was just trying to agree with you. i Because sorry. she claimed black, but she ain't black. Okay, okay. <laughs> so if you have difference. if you have black gen- genetic
3: like okay, I yeah. see what you're saying. If said, you right. have black genetics, mm-hmm. yeah. You can't be coming out here with your little white parents talking about now, I um, think black. you know
1: what's you know what's dope about social media uh that's like as much shit as i give social media man black people into everything yes that they is are. the one that is uh, the absolutely. one absolutely yeah oh yeah I, you can make some Hell shit yeah. up right now and i it, i guarantee you we go somewhere as a black person do it you be like oh i bet people ain't making uh hennessy cupcakes it's a nigga making hennessy cupcakes. cupcakes right the fuck now if you mm-hmm. say like uh Correct. I bet it ain't no uh, black badminton players. It's a motherfucker that's bad as shit at badman and a black like that is yeah. the one myth that I think the internet. Shout out to the internet. That's the myth yes. they fucking erase for me. They let people.
3: <laughs> they let a lot of black people know they are not alone because yeah. you know we were raised up in right. a generation where we were so scattered that we didn't have a collection, or we were such a small group that we were too scared to talk to each other to find out if well other also the technology same thing wise.
1: Living Color was doing music before you really had the ability to connect on the internet. Right. So like imag- like, if Living Color started over today, today was the first day they dropped the album, the collection of people that can find each other online and become a fan base of like, oh, I didn't know this was, okay, wh- what's this now? We fucking with that. That is different, whereas before right. uh, and, and, and I, I kind of feel like part of that's technology, but um, before it becomes well, Oprah said they white, so right. well, I don't need to check them out. Oh, uh, Rolling Stone doesn't think they they should be on the cover. I don't need to. I don't need to know anymore. You know. Oh, I didn't see them enough on BET, so I so I don't right. need. I don't What's need up? to to check that out. Whereas now, I mean, look at Sexy Red. She's a motherfucking phenomenon. I don't even think she got an album out. It's all just viral TikTok <laughs> shit. <laughs> You, right. that, that's and i have always
3: lost every time you bring her up. But yeah, I but that's it.
1: what changed in our lifetime, and I, I do wonder if, if that would have changed super see, the game.
3: And you could super serve an audience like never before. Right. You know, you don't have right. these channels that you have to go through. You don't have some A&R person. You don't have to, you know, go through somebody that kind of picks and chooses. You can be like, look, uh, the technology is here. I'm a YouTube university this shit, we're going to figure it out, and boom, here's my album. You right. know, that's not always a good thing, but you can go there I mean, listen, it's a lot
1: of whack shit to sort through, but yes, the good is. shit is out there, too. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, Let me ask y'all this, man. Y'all mm-hmm. said y'all about the, uh, y'all going back on tour in February. Are y'all like mm-hmm. chilling? Are y'all chilling till February? Or y'all got other shit y'all doing, too
0: we got we have a European right We have a European run okay. on our own we're right? going
2: to we're going to Europe at the end of uh, in december in um we're gonna be out for th- three weeks in December
0: now Corey, you um, kind of laughed when you talked well, are about I'm go, gonna be out in November we're gonna be out in November right
2: nope we no we leave like end of November like the twenty sixth of November, now, and then Cor- we're there until oh, wow. the like nineteenth of December
1: now Corey, you kind of okay. laughed when you talked about getting in the lab working on the an album. album. But is that something on the on the list, or is that?
0: (laughs) He laughing again. No, no, no. The writing, in fact, in fact, Corey and I had a had a had a definite tête-à-tête before we left Australia Mm. about what we need to do and ways to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, so that so that's right. At this point, a record is going to come out next year. We're really where we are in the cycle. But the writing and completion of tracks, you know, we can get into all of that. Okay. For sure. I'm taking bets.
1: <laughs> I mean, the last album was 2017. I feel like stuff has happened. Y'all got stuff to talk about. I mean, we y'all been was, through a whole pandemic. Y'all are seeing people. Now I mean, getting the energy.
3: Yeah, these creative minds going. I mean, something has happened.
2: You're just so creative. Yeah, we are just cool. Everybody's so creative. <laughs>
1: We're so creative. Man, well, look, I'm gonna wrap it up, man. But I, I love As you guys. I said, he's, he's oh, go a- ahead,
0: Vernon. Comfort to
1: me. <laughs> I mean, listen, this is a classic living color show. Okay, we started with the technical difficulties. Okay, right. We fought through it. You know, we, we, we nigger rigged it, for lack of a better term. <laughs> <laughs> or negro yeah. rigged it, as yeah. Karen would say. We negro rigged it. Negro. Uh, shout out to Innovation. Um... Good. <laughs> Uh, speaking of people not in the Hall of Fame, us we not in the podcast Hall of Fame. We show late. We ain't uh, in there either. We, we know the struggle. We can't we, articulate. You know what we, I'm saying? We did we we it. We, we've been doing it long oh. enough to be nominated too. Yeah. Oh. They they calling us to make us send money to be submitted for awards. Nice try. Yeah. That's you, not that's, that's not, not how that works. That's not how that's gonna work for us. You either no. give us the award or leave us alone. Ain't that the truth? Uh but. Uh, I was just gonna say man I love you guys I'm always like following y'all on social media and stuff um it feels so dope to see y'all like back out doing shit um being fabulous mm-hmm. everywhere you go rocking shows um and I have to say this for anybody in our audience if you're in the rock if you're not in the rock if you um going to, if you're going out going to concerts or whatnot if these brothers are in your vicinity go fucking see them. We had such a great time. We had, we did. It was, it's like we had, because you know how like one of the things I'm most proud of the Black guy with the Blackout Tips is our fans. Yes, same thing. Mm-hmm. Living color fans are so fucking inclusive and dope, and like they, like they, like i was you know i'm an introvert i'm just sitting over there like i'll just stand by right. myself everyone i'm don't mind me and they're like hey man so how long have you been listening to the band uh what you think about this oh uh, man yeah. you know <laughs> you heard new like, album I'm, I'm like
3: yes i remember when y'all came to Charlotte it was hilarious y'all came to Charlotte we was inside this white couple we was up high so we was talking and everything we we're having a good time with them y'all came through I and think- y'all recognized us and we said hey how y'all doing and we interacted with y'all after that they, I, not, it was their best friend. Not trying to find out that they wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, and y'all know I'm a talker. I don't right. mean to. Uh, I wanted to like enjoy the show. Yeah. I was like, oh, y'all know that but, but it was
1: so nice though. Like, yeah. I, that's was what I'm sweet. saying because yes. like. I, as an introvert and a person that has anxiety, I get sometimes I can get overwhelmed with the idea of some shit where mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I ain't never really been to a rock concert. This is what's gonna be like. Am I nah, man? It was so chill, Always Sweet. Everybody was laid kind. back. And also these brothers are so fucking talented. Yes. Like it's undeniable talent, super professionals. You can tell they've been doing it their whole life. The banter on stage between Corey and everybody is, it's, it's like half comedy show, half yeah. music, half rock. Like it's so it, good. It, and it's, and it's, I cannot recommend this shit highly enough. Yes, to and, y'all.
3: And as as somebody who's older, who had particularly the first time when we, I had never been to like a rock concert, so I didn't know what to expect. And I know I see all the shit on TV, and I was like, now nah, I'm old. I I ain't trying to get mosh pissed to get popped in the eye. So for, I'm letting people know, hey, you yeah, can it's go. it's not like that. It's you, not like that. It's, it's chill. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's really, I'm letting people know, it's really chill. Like, you can go, and and, and, and it is just amazing to watch people vibe out. Because people be just vibing, looking at each other, going, you feel this? I feel it. Like, like, I'm just, as, as somebody on the yeah, outside so, looking in. So, so just let y'all know, if you got them knees, you're you going to be in good
1: shape. You ain't got to worry <laughs> about it. You're going to have a good time. Uh, and I, this is the last thing I forgot to say. I, so, I turned 45 yesterday.
0: and Happy oh, birthday. Thank, thank oh, you. Oh, man. you same birthday as Cold friend Come on, Les McCann. Come on, man. <laughs>
1: thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it was like, listen, there's a lot of good people born on September 23rd. Shout out to Janelle James. Okay. You know, we share a birthday. So, um, the thing I was going to say is uh, 45, I think like something kicked in in my black gene that, that I wasn't ready for. Cause I Mm-mm. I went out, I had a good time. I came home and I just cleaned, deep cleaned my living room. I don't know what the fuck got into me, y'all. I <laughs> like I like move, I was moving sofas and shit. I was fucking I, I I I put vinegar in my dishwasher and in my uh fucking washing machine. I don't know what the fuck is is this is is this what I have to expect for the rest of my life? Do y'all have this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Last night I had I had a gig in town, in in the town I live in. And I came home and cleaned the stove.
3: See, what the fuck is what? that? I, 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 Roger I, I, was I, up at I, four AM cleaning the stove one
1: night. I was asleep. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I, what, 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 I came, I came right, home, you I was like, you clean the stove and you asleep? I
1: No, I woke no, up to no, clean the stove. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, I was the one sleeping. <laughs> I, I, like, I went to I, bed like, thinking I should clean the stove, and I just woke up, and it wasn't even time to wake up, and I was like, fuck, since I'm up, I'm going to clean the stove.
0: Yeah, as long as you ain't hear no voice
1: coming out the stove, you okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. I'm sorry, Corey. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> no, I, 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 it's like, I got, I, I love cooking with cast iron. I was like, I got to, I, I, I got to treat these cast iron pots. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. So now, the stove is fucked up. Let's clean the stove. What's in the oven? Oh Jesus Christ! What's in the oven?
4: It's
2: like yes, I'm sitting there. I'm I'm bent over in the stove like I'm trying to commit suicide. Right. Trying to <laughs> clean <laughs> up <and spray laughs> this stove. You in this? Spray, spray, Cor- Corey, I'm
1: that on crust, <laughs> that, yes. that crust. Scraping that. Yes. Yes. I, I was on. Yeah. I was on yeah. YouTube looking up cleaning videos.
2: Yeah. You can take the doors off and everything. Baking soda, yep. Vinegar, yep. And and peroxide, hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, that's all you need. Clean everything. Clean
1: every fucking thing. All you need.
2: Everything.
1: I've been buying shit from the store for no reason. Just cleaning supplies. Everything in my
2: kitchen. I already, I already got it. I'm making a statement. Mister Clean is some white supremacist shit. Yeah, he bald
1: headed. <laughs> he <laughs> only wear
2: white. Okay,
1: I I see you. I see you, dog. It don't make sense. Oh, he the one that's clean. Y'all don't even wash y'all legs. Right. <laughs> nice try. Nice try, white folks. Nice try. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for being here, man. Make sure um, y'all, like I said, go check them out. If y'all see them in your in your area, uh, they coming through. Yeah, it's man. a hell of a show, man. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a show.
3: It's fun. Um,
1: and we appreciate y'all listening and appreciate y'all coming through because I as soon as I saw that. Jan Winter thing and saw y'all's statement. I said, Man, I know they know better than me. They're going to be able to give us some inside details we don't
0: got. So thank you. Yeah. Well, we love y'all, hey. man. We love y'all, man. Absolutely. And, uh, oh, by the way, Drake Sabania is it, my shit. Oh, oh, man.
2: I love to hear it, dog. I love to hear that. That is that shit. Fucking JL Coban. Oh, my God. Yes, JL. Brian. <laughs> yes. He had me literally crying
1: laughing yes man oh my god yes yeah, it's, it's definitely like uh some dope stuff i'm, I'm getting to do over there like uh right i've been writing some of the episodes and like seeing them come to life oh. and like uh mm. yvette nicole brown like played the main character in one of the hey. things i wrote and she like was so fucking good um and and the last one like uh about a finnish shakur mm-hmm. um i wrote that one oh, and- I, I,
2: that- it was amazing. It was amazing.
1: Man, I, like the whole team is just a beast. Like, cause like eve like I say I write, but then like, you know, everyone gotta do their part. Mm-hmm. So you you can write some right. shit, but you know, if, if if motherfuckers can't act or if motherfuckers don't know how to do the sound, it's it's whack. These motherfuckers Just to remind
2: you, I'm an actor.
1: Okay, I'm writing it down, Corey. Oh, here we get
0: there
2: I, it
1: is. I do have another, I do have one more, um, to write before we end the season.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So,
2: so, uh, so you be on the lookout, Corey. Get a phone saying, call. I'm okay. just saying, I, I bring my vinegar and my breaking soda to feed me. Come on. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> we Mm-mm. love to
1: see it. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold you to that, man. Um, All right, that's it for us, man. We'll be back later on in the week. I think tomorrow's a busy day for us. but uh, And then Wednesday, of course, is Walking Dead Wednesday, so we got y'all on that. So we'll
2: be back later uh, on through the week. On.
1: Uh, say that again, Vernon. Don't
2: say anything, Vernon. Vernon's about to spoil it. Shut up.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
2: we no, haven't man, seen. I'm
0: just, it. I'm just, re- I'm rewatching uh, Fear the Walking Dead. I started re-watching Fear oh. the Walking Dead from episode one.
1: Okay, Ooh, yeah, we we wow. behind
0: on that too. But we
1: we 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 do some down and dirty recaps of that that we'll we'll get to soon. Uh, where we don't even uh, we don't do all the notes and shit. We just watch it and come in and be like, "Girl, that
0: was crazy." You're so right. we gonna We gonna do that soon. Um, but yeah, yeah on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> on a boat. Hey Amen. One of the, one of the greatest honors for us was to be featured on the, the last <laughs> All right, all right. They're, they're okay,
1: re-capping. yeah. We
0: recap. We don't know yet. We yeah, we, we, we haven't know.
1: even watched the last mm-hmm. episode. So. Uh, God,
0: God. So, but I knew you okay. were gonna do that. I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> Why? Why didn't you stop? Why, why didn't you stop me before I started? I tried to, cause you don't shut up, because you could have you you just said, "Yo, man, don't talk about, don't say nothing about the walkie." You could have just said that. It's all good,
1: man. I, you know what? We got the complete experience now, cause we it's not done till y'all get in the fight. Like I feel like technical difficulties. We had everything. Oh, this, oh, this ain't fighting. <laughs>
0: that, you thought that was fighting? <laughs>
1: i love y'all man all right all right that's it we're we're wrapping up thanks for listening everybody we'll be back soon until next time i love you i love you too